My name is Alexa, your sex toy guide to the stars, and this is The Plug. Please remember to rate and subscribe me on iTunes. This will be episode number three, and I would love to see some more five-star ratings on there so we can get more eyes and ears on this podcast. Here with me today is my really good friend, Jane, one of the most sexually competent people I've ever encountered in the last couple years of my life. I'm super excited, and she's also going to be my very first guest on this podcast. So, Jane, how are you? I am a sexual fool. I know you are! I know you are! I know you are. And again, like, Jane is one of the most, like, comfortable, sexually people that I've ever met in my life and that's why I was super excited to get her on this podcast because I feel like she'll have some some good insights and she's also bought some stuff from me at my store which is what we're probably going to start off with today. So the first toy you ever bought from me was one of those fun factory the red tiger the red devil was it or was it a tiger no, it was a tiger one the like manual right yeah. yeah 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 she bought um so again like i talked about in my last episode any like body safe uh dildos or vibrators are usually the ones that i mainly suggest and so you got a fun factory the tiger dildo which is like a red ribbed suction cup dildo i'll probably post a picture on instagram and then you got that, the Daring Devil. That was a good one. Yes. <laughs> the Daring Devil is like a rabbit vibrator, so a dual stim vibrator. Um, and Fun Factory recently came out with this really cool line where they have um, their battery-operated vibrators, but you can get specific rechargeable batteries and a charging cable so that it can end up acting just like a rechargeable toy, which is really, really neat. And then recently you got from me a... Big Boss? Right, like yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, one of the Big Boss uh, Fun Factory vibrators, which are, again, another Fun Factory toy, but they're really, really good toys for a reason, and that's why I... Those are the ones that I mainly suggest to my friends, because they're going to last a really long time. And how, how have those treated you? Um, The Little Devil one. I love her. Yes. She is my queen. Yes. <laughs> I would die for her, honestly. Um, She does die quickly quickly yes um i i'll be in the middle of a session and i'm like oh there goes <sighs> that one. Oh, no <laughs> and the uh the big boss is big yeah big um i have to start off with the devil yes lube up heavily to move on to the big boss and it is strong yeah it is forceful is it too much? No, I love it. You love it? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, the Big Boss is like this crazy, like forearm length, crazy intense vibrator. And um, Fun Factory came out with their G5 line. So it's anything, again, with those white, those white ergonomic style handles. And those end up like crazy strong. They have some of the best vibrations I've ever seen in a toy, which is really crazy. But um, aside from the toys that you've bought for me, have you have you ever bought any other adult toys in the past? Um, my first toy ever yes. was like a little purple Durex bullet from nice. Walmart for like $19. <laughs> and you know what? It's not horrible. Yeah, it's not. It gets the job done. Like if you're just... You know what? You take a pillow, you put the pillow between your thighs, you take the bullet, 
put that oh. on your foot and you lay on your side with your phone watching some porn and you're good. Like. She's a connoisseur. That's interesting. <laughs> okay. So your very first toy was a little clit battery operated toy. Do you still have it? I do. Do you I still do. use it? No, because the fun factory ones are they're Crazy. just so good that yeah. I don't need to. Okay, so you got that battery operated toy and then so if you gave me a timeline of all of the toys that you currently have in your arsenal, what would they be? Timeline. Like a in... purchasing history. Okay. Um I think I bought the bullet when I turned eighteen actually. Okay. Like my birthday I was like let's go buy a bullet vibe yeah <laughs> and then when I met you so yeah. at 20 was when I started actually yeah increasing my toy supply yeah and so one of the things that I haven't talked about a lot on this podcast is that a lot of people like I've met actually quite a few pretty kinky people involved in the community who have never actually like they'll be they'll have done like crazy sexual things but they don't really have a lot of toys which is something really interesting that I found and would you say the same or would you say that kind of your your like sexual exploration happened at the same time that you started getting vibrators oh um same time like I lost my virginity at 18 so when <laughs> god this yeah, went just I waited, fast okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been such a fast process yeah. okay okay so you'd say you lost virginity at 18 and that's when you got your first toy yeah and then when you started really kind of so jane is on quite a few different platforms when it comes to just like different sexual social media and even websites like Pornhub and stuff like that and when would you say that you kind of started posting on websites like that oh 18 right at sure. 18 yeah Okay, and how did you, like, what did you start with? How did you decide that that's something you wanted to do? Um, I am an exhibitionist, 100%. I love taking photos of myself. It is a good time. I'm really cute, if you can't tell by my voice. <laughs> um, and I just love attention. I love attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, so I actually started my Pornhub making Omegle videos. Okay, so tell me about that. So, yeah, I would just set my Omegle onto, like, auto roll, and I would just find... I'd click through it. I'd skip so many ugly men all the time. Uh. But you just find a good one occasionally. I screen record, and I do... You know, I start off slow, a little boob cleavage and then you know you work your way up yeah oh yes yes okay so you started on omegle and then how long did you do that before you decided to do Pornhub? oh no that those were my first Pornhub videos oh where they were omegle videos yeah. oh my god okay so but i know now like on your on your porn hub you have videos that you've recorded with like recent lovers so when did you decide doing that with other people and not just like solo work um all my videos are really with one partner um he is probably the first person who really introduced me to kink and he is also an exhibitionist he's super kinky he's kind of like a daddy dom mm -hmm. type of thing yeah and he just loved recording our sessions and they were really good so i just he gave me permission to post them and they took off like i 
I have a good following on Pornhub. Yeah, and so Jane also has a really decent following on FetLife as well. I I had a FetLife account because the store that I worked at for the longest time, um, we used FetLife for this convention, this um, kinky convention that came that comes to the city that I live in, um, and they only ever posted any of the information about the convention on FetLife. So I downloaded a FetLife. I didn't really expect to do anything with it, and then um, Jane was over a little while ago and I uh I added her as a friend on FetLife and almost instantly there was like <laughs> 50 different friend requests so she is she is influential I am an influencer you are an influencer <laughs> on FetLife but so would you say that like when you started doing videos was that just something you always knew that you wanted to do or when did you decide that that was it was just kind of in you it was, yeah, it was just awoken in me when I started having my sexual experiences. It was never anything I thought I'd do before that. Mm-hmm. So now, Jane, like, how would you describe kind of your, your, your sex life? Like, how would you, how would you describe the things that you're doing? Um, deviant. Deviant. That is how that's being described. <laughs> But so you recently started getting involved in like threesomes and stuff like that. And how do you end up meeting people to do that? FetLife, for sure. Um, I actually put out, well, my first threesome was put together by a friend with benefits that I've had for about two years. And he introduced me to one of his other friends and we had a threesome and I really enjoyed it. And I'm the type of person who won't, or... I guess I have to be really good at something, you know? I just always have to be really good. So I put out a little, like, classified on FetLife in, like, their threesome group. Made a little post, and I was like, I'm the unicorn you're looking for. (laughs) I got hundreds of messages. Hundreds. Like, so many. And um, I've only had three since then. Two of them were with people off of FetLife, and then the third one was with the same friend with benefits, but a different girl. And yeah, I just, I'm like, I really have to be good at eating pussy. And I, that's how I do it. I have threesomes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, because I mean, I remember when we had talked, didn't you say you'd like never been with a woman before until very recently? Yeah, like my, the first time I ever even like held a woman was in my first threesome. Softly stroked her. That's beautiful. (laughs) That's so true. Okay. So if that was something that you recently started doing. So again, like FetLife is kind of a controversial platform for a lot of people because it can often like lead to a lot of really fun things and you can end up doing lots of really fun stuff with it. She's like currently looking at videos that she just (laughs) recorded with a guy. (laughs) That's nice. But um, so when you started kind of reaching out to people on FetLife, because you can do um, you can do like regions and stuff like that. Did it ever make you nervous, like who you were hooking up with or you were just kind of living? Oh, never. Um, Back when I was on Tinder, I would literally go to whomstever's home. Yeah. Like, I didn't care. I was like, if I die, I die. Oh, my God. That's how <laughs> that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it be like that sometimes. Yeah, no, I I get it. I totally get it. Okay, so you you enjoyed your time on Tinder. You've enjoyed your time on FetLife, and like, so I mean, what are some 
of what are some things that you want to do? What are some things that like just fat life hasn't done for you yet? You know what? I've I've really done a lot. I know you have. I've done a lot. Would you like to inform the public of some highlights? <laughs> Um, some crazy shit. And then we'll talk, we'll do some fun stories and stuff like that. Cause you do have some interesting tales, but what are some, some highlights of some crazy shit that you've um, seen and done? I've done water sports. You have. I, I like that. Yes. Um, I have done a lot of ass play. I've taken a lot of anal virginities. You certainly have. Um, I've, I've been truffle buttered. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, that was not by a man who plays the bagpipes. <gasps> see then, see we'll have to hear that whole. Oh my god. Okay. That's, that's crazy. And then so if you're talking about like in in my store we have a lot of really great BDSM equipment and I like um for for a little while there at my very first adult store I ever worked at there was a domina that came very often into my store and I trained under her for a little while like not like direct training but when she came into the store she just kind of showed me the ropes and like told me ha 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 the ropes <laughs> and like just just kind of told me some of her tricks of the trade and things that she did so I've had a lot of experience in like the BDSM community have you really been able to do a lot of that? Um, just recently, actually, in my last threesome, uh, was the first time I've ever really delved into bondage. He, um, well, they tied up my legs. Um, I was flogged. I was caned. I was beat with a belt, um, a meter stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And for, like, a lot of people, that's kind of a horrifying thing. But for, like, how how is it for you? Like, is there ever, like, a concern or, like, a anything like that? Or are you just into it? If I die, I die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I do have a really good pain tolerance. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can take it. I didn't really love it. Yeah. But, like, I would do it again. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's kind of the thing. And I know you were talking on the ride over here that you had, for a brief time, been able to dom another guy. And how was that for you? Um, It definitely wasn't anything like rope or like beatings or anything. Mm-hmm. It was more so just like a psychological thing, I okay. guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and a yeah. lot of like, I guess, biting, scratching, riding, teasing, yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, I didn't really okay. delve too deep in it. Yeah. Because he actually didn't know... I think I woke that up in him. Like, he really liked it. It's not something he's ever done before. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I hope he has done more of that since me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's explored a little bit more. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things. And, I mean, Jane and I are really quite young. So everything happens very quickly. Like, when, when she's talking about only really starting getting into this stuff when she was 18, that was just a couple years ago. <laughs> So it's it's a it's a really fast it's a really fast increase and I mean again going back to her talking about when she when she was on FetLife and that's where she met a lot of her guys um, what I was saying before a lot of the criticism that people get about FetLife is that there's a lot of creeps on there and I would agree I'm sure that that's not the I'm sure that's not the only demographic but I find that very often one of the the things that really deterred me from FetLife is you have these guys who are using it like a dating service almost and they're just like 
And if you're if you're actually going to be getting involved in like a, a sexual relationship, especially if you're wanting to try out lots of different fetishes and really like even some intense BDSM stuff, like you have to be really comfortable with the person and be okay with that. So a lot of the criticism for FetLife is that you have these like crazy horny guys who are just coming out of the woodwork to like. <laughs> They're literally not looking for anything kinky. No, no fetishes. They're just like, hey, baby. I want to fuck you. And it's yeah. like, that's not what this site is for. No, it's and it's done nothing for me. No, yeah. And they, like, they don't have anything on their profiles. They don't have any pictures. They don't have any, like, kinks. And it's like, what are you here for? Like, no one's going to take you seriously, try to see you or anything. Like, you're... You're on the wrong site, buddy. Yeah, it's a lot of guys, they just kind of use it as a hookup service. And I mean, so reflecting on FetLife, what are some of the worst messages you've ever received? <laughs> um, I get a lot of like, wow, baby, I love your chocolate pussy. Okay, as, <laughs> as context, Jane is black. It's not... <laughs> As as a con as just a a prereq. Okay, that's horrible. That's just the worst. Or like, um oh hey. Oh, what was that when I sent you? Like, I'm a Dom and you're a sub. I have a thick six inch penis. And it's like all caps locks, like periods, like every three words. It's like I'll be in your city soon. Oh I'm my like, god. I- <laughs> Oh my god! Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Okay. Any, like, specific specific ones we want to reflect on? Any memorable messages that you've received? Um... There's a lot of men who definitely turn hostile after you turn them down, for sure. Like, there's those on every site, right? But... I guess on FET, since you're out there more, like, you have a lot of pictures, you have a lot of kinks. Um, the second you're not into them, like, I'm not a sub. Um, I'm... You're not. No, what I'm would not. you? What would you kind of refer to yourself then? In I'm your... an exhibitionist. Yeah. And, but, like, I'm open to trying things, but I'm right. not... And because you're not, you're not really huge into the whole, like, impact BDSM play no. part of it, the power dynamic. It's more of a, you're into, like... Just trying things. Like, yeah. I'm just open. And I'll get a lot of doms messaging me trying to, like, get me to be submissive. And they're like, I want to tie you down and I want to, like, choke you and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm not into that, right? Yeah. So I'll say that. And then they just turn. And they're like, oh, your boobs are saggy. And I'm like, oh. they were saggy when you messaged me. Like- <laughs> they haven't changed, you <laughs> dick. Yeah, guys are rude as hell and it's I don't know I there's a big difference to me between like creating those relationships on FetLife and then for example like in my in my youth I was a Craigslist back pager me was a uh, was a place that I frequently frequented <laughs> um I myself personally a lot of the fetishes and kinks that I'm into I cannot do with my boyfriend just due to the nature of me knowing him and there's there's just there's a lot of things that I'm that I'm into that I just wouldn't have been able to do with the partner so when I was quite a bit younger I used to um, I used to post on Craigslist and when you're posting on there it's pretty explicit 
what is about to go down. <laughs> and there's a really kind of fine line between Craigslist and FetLife. Like, it's it's not the same. It's not completely different. Like, you, you know that those people are also still in, like, very fetish centered relationships and it will probably eventually lead to sex if you engage in that conversation but craigslist is kind of i feel like what a lot of those guys need when they're sending these these garbage messages (laughs) and so going to that your craigslist when was your craigslist era um about 18 to 19 yeah i that that was pre-kinky me like i was open to things but i was really just having like a lot of sex yeah learning what i like and what i didn't like um it's actually how i met my boyfriend (laughs) are you serious yeah we met on tinder when i was 18 and then we like stopped talking and then he replied to my craigslist post and then we talked for a while we stopped talking and then we met on pof talked for a while and then actually ended up dating Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I also met my boyfriend on Tinder. So, you know what? There's always... It's not the most useless thing in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. So, I mean, going from there, if you're talking about, like, just just kind of being able to meet up with people like that, what have your experiences been when you when you meet up with strangers? Like, do you do you find that it's kind of weird? It's kind of uncomfortable? Do you talk enough beforehand that it's not weird? Or I try to talk a lot beforehand. Um, I try not to talk too much because then you kind of get tired of them and it's either you meet up or you forget about each other at that point. But I do try to talk a lot. I try to... I'm a really open person. Like, I... I know you (laughs) (laughs) like even not even sexually just like as a human being um so people tend to get real comfortable around me yeah um I don't go in with like any expectations Mm because honestly you just end up disappointed most of the time yeah and um yeah it's not not horrible again i have a if i die i die yeah that's really what or like who am i to mess with god's plan is my favorite motto that is so horrifying (laughs) i'm like if god wanted me to die tonight then that's his plan and i'm not gonna mess with it Oh my god. Okay, whoever's listening, if you're thinking of meeting up with some guy off Craigslist, please do not let it be God's plan. Please think critically about who you're about to meet up with. It's very important. And you didn't hear that from us. Oh my god. And I mean, you're you're really one of the most like, yeah, open sexually people that I've ever met. Like Jane and I, we really we there's it's kind of interesting because the city that we're from a lot of people our age specifically from like one or two high schools are all really active on twitter (laughs) and um so because of that on twitter a lot of us you kind of make friends with people even even people that i went to high school with that i i never talked to in high school all of a sudden because of twitter you end up like hanging out with them and chatting with them and doing things with them and then all of a sudden you have like a friendship is formed and that's really kind of what happened with jane and i is we um we had a mutual friend and then all kind of out of nowhere we just and we we i always liked your stuff on twitter and i feel like you also liked my stuff (laughs) on twitter and it was beautiful and then we ended up really becoming friends and like (laughs) within weeks i was getting (laughs) snapchats of her like 
mid dick. So, <laughs> I'm, she's one of the most, and it's it's honestly like real, really, it's what it's really admirable. Like I being comfortable enough sexually to be able to like do things like that. I genuinely like not even being funny. I really do think that's awesome. Thank you. And Thank like, you. how do you think that you kind of got to that point where you were super comfortable sexually? Have you just kind of always been that way, or what? What's really helped you be really comfortable with your sexuality? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I think I'm really cute. I'm really comfortable with myself. Yeah. Like, I, my head is so far up my ass. <laughs> like, I think I'm the best person on earth. <laughs> that has really helped me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. And have you ever had, like, kind of negative, a negative reception from people? Or has it, like... Again, we're really lucky that a lot of our, our friends are really sex positive. Like, I, I've encountered very few people that aren't. But have you ever had any, like, negative reception to the the, the life you live? Um, my ex-boyfriend, he, I, I told him from the beginning that I had a porn hub. And I just don't think he ever believed me. And that was the end of our relationship when I was like, yes, I do have a porn hub. And... He mm-hmm. saw it, he looked at it, and he was like, he thought I was cheating on him because I had a porn hub. Really? And I was, but not because I had a oh porn hub. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop! Oh my god! <laughs> he had all the wrong signs, like, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like, on my, like, I'll have, like, porn hub's social media, right? Yes. So you're like, I made a post that was like, who wants to be my Valentine? Obviously not serious. Because I'm not going to have a strange man off Pornhub be my valentine. Yes. And he just took it so seriously. He was like, Big Dick 307 said, <laughs> I will. And I feel like you've met up with him. And I'm like, no, I have not met up with Big Dick, Dick 307. 307. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and I, another question that, like, even I have, because I've never uploaded videos to Pornhub or anything. How does that work? Like, how does, if you were, like, to... How does how does Pornhub work like both as a social media website and as like a video streaming website? Um I've I don't know. It's <laughs> you take it, you take a video, you post it. I don't know the algorithm. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't know where my videos end up for people to see it. Like yeah. um I know a lot of people who have found me they search through the city like you can put are you serious yeah, you can like oh um washington dc and then you can find everyone that's in washington dc we may have to do that after this <laughs> i didn't know you could do that so i think that's a lot of it um i do have almost three hundred thousand um video views that's crazy and most of them came from my my omegle vids people really liked those really yeah and also one of my vids it's like I have like four cream pies in me and I'm pushing them out. Yeah, I and people see that one. people really liked that one too. I sure did witness that. <laughs> Jane a little while ago she gave me her Pornhub like <laughs> I was laying in bed with my boyfriend and I just was like, you know what? Sure. And I looked them up and you know when you just don't think really hard about something <laughs> and what's about to happen. And I love Jane and I'm so happy that she is as sexually comfortable, but it was so weird. <laughs> it was really it was really intense for me. It was really intense. You've really seen all my holes. I truly have. <laughs> 
especially the one in your heart. <laughs> you filled that one. I did. That's why I'm here. Oh my god. Oh my god. So yeah, okay. So you're on Pornhub, you use Fat Life, and I mean, what does the future hold for such a sexual <laughs> deviant? What What's your bucket list for 2018? I don't know what I haven't done yet. Let me open up my phone. Yeah, you know what? Let's go. We're going to go on to, um, if you go on to FetLife, you can see those, like, uh, there was, like, a list of uh, fetishes that you could tick off. Uh, Let's look that up. And we can can both. We can (laughs) both do it. What am I curious about here? Um... Double penetration. Oof. That's that's on my list. That's a... Um, glory holes. Oh. Actually, the the second couple I had a threesome with, he was, like, dirty talking, and he was like, I want to take you to, like, one of those really seedy... Like a truck stop. Yeah, and, like, ah! I want to, like, put you in, like, a glory hole, and I was like, okay. Like, sure. <laughs> I'm not, I won't say no. Um, might get hiv, but... Oh my god. <laughs> Hiv. Did you just call HIV Hiv? <laughs> we use dental dams here, <laughs> crew. Okay, and then, okay, so I'm looking through this list and I'm just going to list things. If you would like to do it, slash have done it, say yes. Oh. If you haven't done it or really don't want to do it, say no. Okay, doing like a 24 7 dom sub relationship type thing. No. Okay. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, doing age play. Yes. Yes. Um, any intense, like, say, to masochism, stuff like that, like floggers and... Yes. Okay. <laughs> blood choking. I don't know what that is, but that's scary. So, no. the blood flow to their brain. Oh, my goodness. Uh, bondage, pretty much the same thing. Um, bottoming, yeah. Breath play. Cock and ball torture. You lack those. I do, but that would be fun. Yes, to do to someone else. Absolutely. <laughs> Caning, you just experienced that. <laughs> Collaring. No. Oh, I love... Really? No. Interesting. Consent. I hate yes. consent. Oh, stop! <laughs> Shut this down. You can't say that. Yes, we like that. Um, um, oh, my God. This is a bad idea. Um, oh, a dungeon master. A person responsible for, oh, for safety in the dungeon can have this one. Just a coach, like, a, <laughs> cheering like, you on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, an enema. Mm. No. Mm-mm. No. Okay, this is a bad list. Yeah, it has, like, fire fet- play. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> um, 40, 46 sexual fetishes you've never heard of. Okay. So that the arousal <laughs> to statues. <laughs> Oh my god. Arousal to oneself as an amputee. Isn't that interesting? Like just yourself. Just imagining yourself as an amputee? I think so. Okay, I would fucking amputee. But would you fuck yourself? I do that all the time. Okay, but as <laughs> Okay, oh my goodness, what a comprehensive list. Oh wow. Biting, caning, cages, chastity devices, cosplay, cuddling. <laughs> no. That's a whole group on FET actually. Cuddling? Cuddle sluts. Cuddle sluts? Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Do they just just like to cuddle? Yes. Really? That's literally it. They're like cuddling, but without any sex. See, it's, Fet Life is a very diverse, diverse space. 
Verbal humiliation, violent wound, voyeurism, water torture, wax play. <laughs> water torture. I that would be wild. Uh, what's that called? Water torture? Yeah, like the actual term for it. Like when you're like when you're like having water just like dripped on your face. I think it's just called water torture. No, it's not. Well, There's a name. The Chinese one. Okay, but it. Uh, There's that a was, name for it. That ended up being waterboarding. Oh, okay. See, water of. torture is when you have a bucket and it has a hole in the bottom and it slowly drips water onto your forehead. Waterboarding is if someone like has you by the hair and like dumps you in water. No, it is not. It is. Google that. I swear. Yeah, what did you think it is? Yeah, it's like shoving someone in water and making them drown. I've always had those confused. No, I yeah, that's when you have the cloth over your face and you just have like water. I feel like it's the the drowning in general. It's more of like a psychological thing cuz they're you're not actually That's horrible. I swear it is. That's horrible. I've watched too many movies about it. <laughs> okay, all right. We're gonna we're gonna wind it back. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get back on topic for a second. We'll go. We'll bring it back on to Fet Life. So, how many like again? Interesting people. Funny stories. This bagpiping individual. Um, that's more of a sad story to be quite honest. Let's hear it. Let's hear the sad story. <laughs> I really liked him, actually. Even though he. He was small in the penis, but yes. he made up for it in the mouth. And the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Not the heart, because he ended up being evil. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, he, he, the first time we ever met, obviously, we smashed, because why wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, He did truffle butter me, oh my you know? God. I let him, because I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do that at that point in my life. And then, like, mid-sex, he, like, goes into his closet and takes out a suitcase. And he's like, can I show you something? And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be a body. And he pulls out some fucking bagpipes. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, play it for me. Yeah. Pull it just Sexiest thing yeah. in the world. Um, and then this was a very long sexual session. I don't know where he had the stamina, but it went on forever. And we Ugh. moved to like every room in the house. See, I don't love that so no, much these days. I get tired. Boring. For like 20 minutes. <laughs> it was hours and oh, it was boring. Jesus. And then we moved to the basement and he's fucking me beside a pile of cat vomit. <gasps> like my, if I turned my head, I was directly in front of this cat vomit. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, it was not good. But I saw him a few times after that. Yeah. <laughs> because I had no standards at that point in my life. Um, and then one day, we also went on dates. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was kind of nice. Yeah. And then one day, he texts me, and he's like, I miss you. And I was like, okay, you live 15 minutes away. Like, yeah. let's hang out. And he's like, um, I'm in Edmonton. <gasps> and I was like, um, okay. Ugh. When are you coming back? And he's like, um, I moved here. <gasps> Just without telling me. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay then. Um, and then he's like, uh, if I were still with you, like I would definitely make you my girlfriend. And I was like, what did you can like? choke. Um, he's a very large man. He was bald, bald and blonde. Okay. Bald is... The same as buzz cut to me, okay? 
They're certainly not the same thing. In my head, they're the same thing. Okay, so did he have a buzz cut or was he bald? He had a buzz cut. If we're getting technical, okay. Oh, God. Um, he was missing a tooth the last time I saw him because he played hockey and he took a puck to the mouth and he like opens up his mouth and there's <gasps> his front tooth ah, gone. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> That's horrible. Okay. And then so we moved to Edmonton and you never saw him again? Nope. No. Oh, and then he messaged me actually a while later and he's like, can I get some nudes? I'm like, you can oh, die. what a prick. Yeah. That, for anyone listening, that's not a good way <laughs> to bring yourself back into a woman's life. That's not how that works. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of any fun. I've actually had really good luck. I just remember, I think my one experience that really stands out to me, because um, I, I met my current boyfriend on Tinder, but the, like, the date right before I met him, I remember this guy was like, he went to the same university as me and he was so funny and like it was so nice to talk to on tinder and like we were gonna but he lived in like uh he lived really far away like super super far south and um and i I live quite north in the city that we live in and um i remember he said he's like okay well i'm just gonna pick you up and it was like 11 at night on a weekday and i ended up so i was like okay fine whatever if you're here you're here i thought we were just gonna like fucking the car and then he would drop me off but he drove me all the way back to Sundance to his parents house where he snuck me in the basement this disgusting basement and he had like one of those pull down mattresses oh no yes like one of those like what are those called Murphy beds yeah he had uh, yeah. this Murphy bed pull down with no sheets and we had this garbage uh, like uh. five minute sex and then he just drove me home and it was like he was just so funny and witty and interesting over Tinder and like was so open to talking about school. And I just remember that drive home because we drove like 35 minutes to get to his house. Probably had sex for five, 10 minutes. And then it was 35 on the way back. Like there was no time wasted for snacks or anything. <laughs> and he took my ass home. And I remember going home after that. I was like, you know what? I'm done with hookups. This is freaking stupid. Like, I, and I, I'd had pretty decent hookups in the past. Like, at least they'd buy me food after or something, like a snack. They'd get me some, like, saltines from the pantry. <laughs> I don't need much. They'd at least get me something. But this fucking guy, yeah, he just drove me home. And that was kind of the end of my, my frivolous hookups. I was so mad and so disappointed. Hookups are... So hit or miss. Really. Truly. You've had a lot of luck lately, though. Lately? Yeah, I guess. I don't really do that as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have a consistent crew right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really um, switch them out as often as yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and so the other funny story that I want to talk about today is uh, yesterday, um, Jane and her man, they bought a cock ring from me a little while ago, 
And um, so to anyone listening who doesn't know, basically there's there's a couple different kinds of cock rings, Ben. You can get them to be like vibrating or non-vibrating, but basically they're just like a, a ring and they often wrap, wrap around the penis and the testicles or sometimes just the penis, not just the testicles. That's a different situation, but usually it's just like the penis and the testicles. And then... Um, so the one that Jane got, usually if you're going to get a really stiff one, um, it can't be your first time using a cock ring like that. Um, and, and when the, the kind that Jane got was this Vito cock ring. And it's, a, it's a great cock ring, and I can't wait for it to actually work for you. But when we bought it, it was um, this, uh, it was really stiff. And uh, I'm going to grab the texts <laughs> from uh, the texts I was receiving at the time. And Jane lives really far away from me. So I, uh, there wasn't a lot I could do, but, um, okay, let's, uh, da, 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 da. let's see. She says, do you remember what the blue vibe cock ring I want was called? Um, it's called the overdrive. Is it something supposed to be just cock and balls or just shaft? We are struggling. <laughs> and I said, oh no, is it pretty stiff? Um, just try and put it on flaccid, see how it's supposed to feel. And. <laughs> She says, yeah, it doesn't really have much stretch to it. I'll heavily lube him up and see how it goes. I said, okay, try and wiggle it on. And she says, he grows 0.3 millimeters more when hard. And I said, oh, my God. And so a little while passes. About, yeah, so about 40 minutes passes. And she says, basically, it took us 15 minutes and a bunch of torture to get it on. And then it died like 20 minutes in. And now his balls hurt. One of his balls literally inverted into his body trying to get it on. So, a note <laughs> to drive it back to sex toys for anyone listening. If you are buying your first cock ring and it is too stiff, isn't that so nice? Yeah. If it is too stiff, do it just around the penis. I have bared witness to many individuals trying on stiff cock rings while they were flaccid and then not getting flaccid quick enough and f- them freaking out. So I really recommend just getting a nice stretchy cock ring set before things get too serious down there because <laughs> guys are generally very protective of everything that goes on down there and especially... um Actually, what I learned, one in three guys have this thing called varicose seal, because Will is varicose seal, and it's like you have external varicose veins or something on your testicles, and it makes them super sensitive. Okay. Yeah. So if you ever encounter a man with lumpy <laughs> testicles that are very sensitive, he has varicose seal. <laughs> or cancer. Or cancer. But generally varicose seal. But, um... Just tying it back into sex toys. That's really the moral of the story today is buying uh, buying the correct cock ring if you're going to be trying these things. And I mean, in your in your experience, like have you one of my favorite things that I get to try with people is using um, using like sex toys with a partner or um, just use like getting them to use one on you. But in your experience, you've just been kind of more of a skin to skin gal. Do you ever have people use toys on you ever? Um, I have this one guy. He has a Hitachi magic wand. Oof. And those Oof. are those are something, you yes. guys. Um, so he would handcuff me and then like force orgasm me with this magic wand. Oh my god. And I don't know how I still have a clitoris, to be oh quite god. honest, because that stuff is wild. <laughs> That's crazy. That's nuts. For anyone listening, um, not a great toy to start with. The magic wand is incredibly intense. I recommend dampening it with a sock. 
usually at first to kind of diffuse the vibrations a little bit. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, if there's anything to really take away from everything today is, you know what? Try everything. What did, <laughs> what did you say? God's, if it's in God's plan. Who am I to mess with God's, God's plan? plan? Yes. I want you to be careful. But at the same time, if someone, you know... If you're, you're the best way to move through your sexual life is really if an opportunity presents itself and you're comfortable with the person and you think it could be a fun experience, do it. Like there's there's you'll never know that you're actually into something until you are there. It's not until you're actually having the experience that you really realize like exciting fetishes and interesting things that you've been into the entire time, but you just you never knew because you were you kind of were you were set in your ways when having sex and there's so many like crazy amazing things to try out there and who knows maybe one day you will also get a friend who will snapchat you <laughs> nude pics while post and pre fucking with her recently found group of individuals that she's been <laughs> fornicating with but do you have any closing statements my dear um anything for people to take away to remember in their sexual lives for men or those who have a prostate, play with it. Yes. 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 That is my biggest. That is the biggest thing I yes. always say to people. And try everything. Don't be afraid. Try everything out there in the world because you never know what you're going to be into. Thanks so much for listening today, you guys. And again, make sure to give me a rate and subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Alexa, your sex toy guide to the stars, and this is The Plug.